Studios. In Hollywood, this. this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. A place of our own without a lot of parents peering down our back. Radio worth watching. Oh, take a look. Making his way this down it. Approaching ringside from Glasgow, Scotland. Weighing 232 pounds. Rowdy. Baby Jesus. <laughs> that music makes me either want to make love or fight. <laughs> uh, I have four kids. <laughs> and 7,000 pro fights. So, you know, <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Rod Pod, Toad Off Network. My buddy, Steve Simone, I missed you. What's up, buddy? Holy cow, Steve Simone. Uh, Christian Harloff from Schmo's Nose, thank you for coming back. Anytime, Ron. I had a blast last time, and I love, I love this show. I love it. Not many people come back. Oh, <laughs> and to hear the Fink, to have the Fink bring the me in. Fink bring me in. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I, you know. Last time I saw the Fink, Howard Finkel, he's referring to. Um, then we're going to get to our special guest in a second. He's pretty special to me. And to everybody, actually. But the Fink, so Howard Finkel, I did a, a series, 10 episodes called Legend House, which I'm not supposed to talk about, so I'm going to talk about <laughs> it. And Howard Finkel, who was the ring announcer in Madison Square Garden and, and a guy in the WWE, um, was in Legend House. And all of a sudden, he became a star. <laughs> and, and like uh, now when they introduce Howard Finkel... You can see him, and you can, he makes an entrance. <laughs> All he does is one like, from Glasgow to Ireland, Roddy Piper. Uh, but uh, now even Howard the Fink. Uh, uh, Howard Finkel is a star, and that's wonderful. Um, I missed you, Steve. Yeah, dude. I missed you. I missed uh, the Rod Pod last week. You know, yeah. we. Um, but we're back. It's like, you know, I get knocked down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in getting knocked down, I got hurt a lot. Uh, I got a guy with me. You, I, I won an award. Like, I was rookie of the year four years in a row. <laughs> so I don't know how that works, you know. But I was just so young. But um, And also, I, one time, I got an award, the hardest working wrestler uh, of the year. Wow. But I got nothing on this guy. Uh, you know, this is a pretty sincere show. And I got with this, you know, as you can see. Uh, how many times? Like I, I got, I got. I don't even know how many times you've been world champion. Three times world champion. You know, I haven't been ever world champion. <laughs> Three times world champion. Uh, he uh, was the head of the WCW. Uh, you no know, mainstream. The performer. Uh, and at that time, this is. I'm not sure when it started. '96 uh, ish, maybe WCW. Without a doubt, the hardest working wrestler, and that was already on top, ladies and gentlemen, Diamond Dallas Page is with us now. Oh yeah, and I, I would, you know, yeah, the Diamond Dallas. I would watch because, uh, and we'll, I'll let him say it himself, but I, I need to say it first. 
Uh, I would watch because at that time I've been in the business, you know, about a million and a half years. And, uh, you know, you get kind of complacent. And you, DDP, you would work so hard, not only on, you know, you got to think of, think of it this way. When you get up in the morning, he goes to the gym every morning. Then from the gym, he's got to get his head together on what he's... We're talking for WCW. we got to get his head together on what he's going to do that night. And he's got a television performance that night. So he gets his head together, and then, you know, he gets himself together, and then he goes and he performs. And when you would see him perform backstage, you didn't catch any of that. He would work so hard, uh, making sure everybody was comfortable, which... I never did. <laughs> you know, you you were a guy that you had to. You had to when you got in the business because if I remember, what how old were you when you started wrestling? Well, I tried when I was 22, and that didn't work out for me. And then I came back at 31 as a manager, and then I got picked up by WCW at 35 as a manager. And five months in, they told me, we can't let you manage anymore with the hair, the diamonds, the wrap, the broads. No one's paying attention to the wrestler. And, uh, you know, we're just going to let you be fourth string color, com co color commentator. And I thought, well, the next guy to retire is I'm done. So I'm going to go down to power plant and learn how to wrestle and magnum so you went TA, to the power plant yes and magnum ta said to me wow d you know magnum i don't know if you're gonna be able to handle that that steiner liner <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the first thing he said to me you know? thank you very much right yeah but, uh yeah, i said dude i grew up in the nightclub business i'm an athlete i said you're gonna see a different side of me and they tried to run me off. I mean, everybody. Everybody. Did. I didn't know. know you were from the power plant. Yeah, I went down there. I had seven months left of my deal. So I went down there, and Jody Hamilton, who you know, yeah, ooh, you know, the assassin. And, and Jody Hamilton drew money on top for 25 years with a hood. Yes. You know, and when you can draw money wearing a mask, you know, like he did it's, and his brother. Yeah, just for a second, stay on that. Like, people don't understand when you wear a mask, it's a whole different way of wrestling. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't even imagine it. You know, because you there's you can't see any facial expressions. Yeah. So it's hard to read signs and oh, stuff too. Yeah. Hard to read signs. <laughs> yeah, hard to read. No, but I mean, that's what's going. Not like a go. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, Chris. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But gotcha. Like, yeah. Uh, who was the guy that wore a mask and he still wears it? Uh, Oh, Ray Mysterio? No, 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 no. old timer. No mascaras. No, that man of a thousand masks. No, I'm older, uh, out of uh, Toronto. He would wear his mask. Ted ba Byers. Dick Byers. Dick Byers. Dick Byers. Where his he had everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> he, I'm not kidding you. That's awesome. he, he had an eating mask, <laughs> a, ma a wider mouth, yeah. a mask in the ring. Uh, I've never seen him. You might. You've never seen him. I've seen him maybe one time, but maybe one time without that mask. Wow. Okay, Mil Mascaris was the same way. Mil Mascaris in the dressing room would keep his mask on. Man, Mascaris, I think, is man of a thousand masks. The first mask guy was a guy named El Santo. And uh, holy cow! And, and he had a white mask. And then Mil Mascaris came in, and that's where Jody Hamilton's where I think we all got the mask right. thing from. And for six weeks, I was the mask Canadian. So this is why. That was you. That was oh, me. Man. Like for six weeks, the reason was because like I lost. Five consecutive hair matches to Chapel Burrell <laughs> because they're running five towns uh, uh, a week in the right, territory in right. Los Angeles. And I lost every one of them. And so then that loser Lee Chow match. 
And I lost that, and I came back as the masked Canadian with a really vicious maple leaf in the middle of my forehead. <laughs> but then, like, I would jump up and do something, and nobody would react. Because I'm kind of like this, but they can't see that. Right, right. And, like, you, so you got to do all kinds of stuff with your body. And that's why Jody Hamilton oh. got so good. And, you know, and, and he was the first guy to go, dude, he goes, if you keep where actually he didn't say, dude, <laughs> he sat me down. Yeah, said, well, Diamond, if you keep Bottom. up this, if you keep up this work ethic, if you keep going, you know, you might just prove them all wrong. Yeah, I see. I can see him take a liking to you. He did big time. Do you guys remember Jody Hamilton? I don't. No, uh, no. What did he wrestle under? No, uh, he was the assassin. Him and his brother. Assassin. Him and his yeah. brother. No, Assassins? No. no, we're going that far back. All yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So picking the show up. Back to the WCW. Hey, so you went to the PowerPoint. Now, if I don't know if people know this, but the whole idea of training camps back in the day of wrestling camps in in Tampa they had one with the yep. Briscoes right and this was the deal is and I got to make up the numbers they'd say like uh, for two thousand dollars come in you know you get to training camp we'll make you a wrestler promote you and put you out there mm -hmm. well when you come the first day they beat you up so bad oh, yeah. <laughs> they cause there was a, sh a hole called the sugar hole mm -hmm. and the blood has to go somewhere so it comes out like your eyes <laughs> Your nose, your mouth, and they count, and they say, "Okay, I'm going to let you breathe for nine, eight, seven. I'm not going to let you breathe for thirty, twenty-nine. <laughs> oh, and you'd pass out, and you'd loaf, you know, poop the pants. It didn't seem to bother them. And then one guy in in uh, Florida, they finished with him. Briscoe, Jack Briscoe, finished with him." And he's bleeding over, and it was stairs. You had to come down the stairs. He's on the street. And they called the ambulance. They thought he got hit by a car. Well, that's what the power plant was like. Yeah, they, they, we, but we wouldn't, they wouldn't get some holds like that. What they do is do the squats, the Hindu squats, I... 50 at a time, and then do 25 push-ups, and then 50. And you're thinking, okay, I can do this, and then 25. Then you come to that 150, you're like, whoa, this isn't, these are my legs. Yeah. And we got <laughs> 350 more. Yeah. And, man, it, I was lucky that I knew that because I had gone down there a couple times before I started wrestling. So I made sure. I could do 700 squats. Right. Well, I know power yeah. plant. I remember the power plant being like the big thing as a fan, hearing about it so much. And then I remember them when the WWE started doing like the tough enough thing, and they right. said that was kind of a rip off of what the power plant did in general. Um, I could yeah. be wrong, but it just seemed like from what you heard, the stories of the power plants, they put you through the ringer. It was Boy. Sarge. Do you remember Buddy? Buddy Sarge. Uh, Sarge Buddy, uh, he was going by Dwayne, Dwayne Parker. Buddy yes. Parker. Yes. Buddy Lee Parker. Buddy Lee Parker, you know, he's about. You know, five six, five seven, two thirty five, just now. solid, and one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. And he would stretch that just like uh, the Briscoes would do. He stretched Whoa. the hell out of you, but I never sold it. And I just every day he kept coming back, <laughs> and I never sold it. Drive him crazy. <laughs> oh, too. and then yeah. but at some point, you know, you get respect. And then all of a sudden they realize, you know. What what point was it, because I, I remember my own career, but what point was it where they finally went, okay. You know. well, it took still a long time. At the power plant, I got the okay because I would become the old man that would come in there, be the first to leave and the last to go. Because what happened yeah. is I started wrestling at 35. They put me on TV in three and a half weeks. And, you know, I started getting matches. And I started getting a little bit of like, maybe they're going to actually do a little something with me. And then I tore my rotator cuff. Mm -hmm. 
Bill Watts came uh, in, and then he let me go. Mm. And that's where I hooked up with Jake Roberts. And Jake Roberts took me under his wing, and he was doing independence. I was doing independence. I let him stay with me for three months until he let the snake out in the bathroom, the black cobra. Oh, and my oh, wife's running around the room oh. with his cat's going, Paige, Paige, they're like, you let the cobra out the snake. Oh. I go, it's okay. It's okay. He's locked in there. Let's oh. have the door up there. And, oh, man. Oh, God. He Jake told- disappeared for three days after that. Went <laughs> on a bender. You know, that's Jake Roberts. So, so you know. let me get this straight. So wow. you're 35. And now, at that point, I'm 37. 37. Wow. You're at the power plant with Jody Hamilton and living with Jake Roberts. <laughs> you might be the toughest man I've ever met. <laughs> Baby Jesus. I was, we told the story one time about Terry Taylor sharing a room with Jake. And in the middle of the night, the snake craw- crawling and being halfway across oh. Terry's throat. Terry, the, the red rooster, he never been the same. <laughs> Hey, so you're with Jake. I was. With, I didn't know that. Yeah, he really taught me so much, and he bust my balls all the way through it. You know, he oh. just didn't teach me anything. <laughs> he, yeah. he made me yeah. earn everything, and he got me booked with him on a bunch of things. And I, after after that was over, and I got picked up by WCW again. You know, uh, Rick was up was he was booking then, and you now in the, the yeah. committee. And you know, I, I really, you know, I I understand. Yo, know, Rick or, or it's Kevin or anybody saying he's 37, he's 38, he's never going to make it. So let's not take him seriously. So I actually get it today, looking back at it. At the time, it made me mad as hell. Yeah. But it also, <laughs> it also made you me... You look mad someday, <laughs> too. You know? Not yeah. that I'm throwing any stones. But you know. you know, I, I, I would get pissed, but it made me work even harder. It made me realize something. You know, you know this, Roddy. Wrestling's a lot like playing the guitar. If you play the guitar once in a while, you get you can play a song or two, but you never really get great. But if you play the guitar all the time, you can get great. If you don't wrestle all the time, especially in the beginning, you never really get it. Mm, so yeah. I wasn't being out there. They wouldn't put me out. They, I had a contract, and I'd sit home. Most guys would sit home. I figured out, go back to the power plant, start training the guys. And what I figured out is the more I trained them, the more I learned. The more I learned, the better I got. Yeah. So every time I got that little break... I mean, nice. I, I hit it, you know, and I just kept hitting it. I just so kept hitting it. And back to the harding, hardest working man. Yeah, that's amazing. So you're saying said you were already an established wrestler, but you kept on going back to the power plant? For five plant. years. Wow. That's awesome. For five years. <laughs> You the only to the power plant for five years? Wow. Yeah, like Roy Hobbs. And the only reason I, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I stopped is because it, I had to work so much. You know, by that time, I was now I'm on top, and... You know, and, and my favorite moment, one uh, top five favorite moments of all time was when Roddy came in. And now Roddy's going to give me the rub. I mean, I've gotten it from Lex. I've gotten it from Sting. I've got it, you know, Giant, now Big Show. I mean, it was like one guy after another. And I, now I'm, I'm at that spot and I've got like, wow, this is really amazing. And, and Roddy and I are going to do something where we both can trust this Sting. And then we come out with the hoods on and, you know, the, 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 the jackets and the bats. And we take the masks off. The place goes crazy. And, and I look, I tell Roddy in the back, I go, hey, normally I go through the crowd when I leave. He goes, you go through the crowd. <laughs> I go, yeah, every time I go through the crowd, he goes, I go, you want to do it with me? He goes, mm, uh, okay. So we get over the railing. I help Roddy over the railing. Now the cops are around us, but people are going crazy because not just Diamond Dallas Page is coming out here. Here comes Hot Rod. Right. And we're going through the crowd, and I swear to God, it becomes totally surreal Holy because cow. people are like trying to hit us, and they just touch us, and their hands are going, boom, boom, boom. You know, just I'm to touch you. Shit beat <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's almost like we walk through. 
the Twilight Zone. Everything slows down. Yeah, I remember. I've been stabbed three times. Okay, go, go. And Roddy's getting like, ding, ding, ding. And he looks up at me, and it's like, all of a sudden, everything became quiet. Like, the cone of silence got lowered over us, and he goes, so you do this every night, do you? The man earns his money, I'll tell you. And I look at him, and I go, every night, and he goes, God bless you. <laughs> 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 he started like pulling people together. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a little different for you though, too, because that wasn't oh. like in the, the brawl thing as much. It was like a show of love, though, wasn't it? From the crowd. Yeah, they loved him. <laughs> <laughs> they loved you too. Like, Bam! But then, like, I was real timid of. Like I you know, stabbed three times. Yeah. And, uh, caught, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last time in Raleigh, North Carolina, an inch from the heart. Boom. Wow. And but. This is a, another thing is, you know, you say somebody could give you a rub. I know for myself it's true and, and for a lot of other guys, the only reason to give you a rub is because you were worth it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank it's you. true. Yeah, because you. of the work you put in. And then you drug me through the audience. And I said, but no, I remember like doing this every night, going out there. I never, I was always taught to stay away. I'm a hider. I never really was one to go into the crowd much. Uh, yeah, I'm getting the ants. You know, I'm a born heel. No, you, you, know, know, you are, but you're a great baby face, too, because yeah, uh, who, you, who you really are. You love being a heel. Everybody loves to play the heel. Hell. You know, so, okay, so when you, you, you struck me, because I got a tweet. Uh, tweet? Is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, tweet. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I just learned, like, I, I sink and everything. <laughs> My daughter got me that. She say, I said, she's trying to tell me sink, Dad. You sink with it. Sync for 15 I mean, you mean synchronized? Yeah. Why didn't you say the whole word? <laughs> synchronized. Anyway, I got one of the tweets was, how do I become a wrestler? And so you were just talking about the power. When people ask you that. Today? Today. You know who I put over? Tell me. Rikishi. I, I I put over his school, Rikishi, right up right up uh, north uh, 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 Los Angeles here. Rikishi, you know, his two boys are awesome. You know, you've seen them yeah. in the ring. They're they're yeah. amazing, amazing workers, and they just have their third generation again. You know, and uh, and, and Keisha, he has a lot of really good guys up there to come out of there. He ran a show here in Hollywood. He drew over a thousand something people. Sold that sucker out. Get out. Yeah, swear to God, Rikishi. Yep. So, what, so Rikishi has a school. Yes, he has a school, and he does the, he does the whole thing. He, he 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 does his whole inner um inter um independent interbooking type situations where there's like tournaments and he really really works hard so he's the guy that I tell everybody but what what would you tell somebody just for advice not only where to go but like I want to be a wrestler what do you say to guys that say that to you how old are they um you know between 19 to 25 right, which is a great you know it's a great yeah. time to start um you know the first thing i'd say is say is get in shape you know, if you don't have a body you need to get one yeah you know? <laughs> because it's not just it's not just about learning the moves and whatever and i say what you should do there's a thousand independents out there find that guy that will let you go set up the ring mm -hmm. and you'll do go. it for nothing because you're going to travel 20, you know, probably 200, 300, 400, 600 miles for 50 bucks. Yeah. When you finally do get in the ring, yeah. if you get 50 bucks, <laughs> you know, you, you might... got 50. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he's getting the shit kicked out of myself in the crowd with this game. 25 bucks. I, I wrestled for a guy, Elton Owens. Uh, Elton Owens in uh, Portland, Oregon. He ran. 
he would introduce himself as, hi, I'm Don Owen's brother, Elton. He wouldn't even introduce And he had like a poodle roadkill for a, a toupee. Awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd come into the territory, and it was like, uh, it was like, he... Uh, I always had a half a bottle of vodka because the other him. half was in him. <laughs> <laughs> and when you'd pay you, like the old time, he'd pay you, you'd start with quarters, a roll of quarters. Wow. And he'd put it in your hand. And like if you smiled, he stopped. Right. And so like they tipped you off, don't smile, you know. And then the first minute of every match was a shoot. And he'd pay 25 bucks to the winner and 15 bucks to the loser. So wow. the first minute of every match was a shoot. Every match? Yeah, wow. every match. Wow. And, uh, yeah, oh, playing <laughs> in the ass. Wow, um, yeah, that sucks. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that a sucks. A shoot by yeah. accident is bad enough. <laughs> yeah. A shoot on purpose? You know, every time with him. And, and then, uh, he, uh, uh, there's some great stories about that old bastard. <laughs> well, uh, for but, people that don't know, yeah, though, what, what's a shoot? Exactly. Oh! Yeah, right. Well, yeah, we're talking, we're talking in a foreign language again. <laughs> Dad, do you want to go? Ah, come on, you know more about shooting um, than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you. I saw a video, Rod, how about there's a video that I saw recently that said Roddy Piper shoots on uh, Vince Russo. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I had to go there. Yeah, that's what I saw. Ding, that's ding, what ding, I saw. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Um, it means things are on the up and up for real. Uh, that you're not pulling any punches. Right. You're trying to win. Or worse, you're trying to hurt. You know, like MMA um, came from pro wrestling guys like Judo Gene LaBelle, Luthez, Carl Gotch, George Gordienko. They all did. Yeah. 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 And they were just like, we called them hookers. Right. You know, you yeah. know what do you do for them? I'm a hooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, which I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about them. And so there's a couple different ways in, in shooting, like submission, try to break their bones. And these guys, a lot of their jobs was they were the policemen of the territory. Mm -hmm. And if you got some guy in there that was being difficult to handle, they would put them together with this guy. But they'd never tell you uh -huh. what's going on. Because the guy would like Gordy Ankle, he'd wrestle on he'd wrestle on every card with somebody. You never knew when he was gonna shoot. Do you, do you know do you remember you didn't remember George no. Gordy Ankle? Okay. I, I know the you, name. You know that. I don't know. He's one of the guys that broke me in. And George Gordy Ankle's dad uh, was a communist from Russia. And George Gordyanko, when he was 18 years old, uh, was working for Vern Gagne. And they wanted to make, they called him rather Boy Wonder. And they're going to make him world champion. And George Gordyanko's daddy could put his finger on an anvil with a hammer. He was a blacksmith and go, and not ever hit his finger. And George Gordyanko and Carl Gotch were the two shooters of right. the world. Right. And, um, the way George Gordianko got married is they kicked him out of America for being a communist. Mm. And uh, so he came to Winnipeg, Canada. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rod. <laughs> I'm a bagpipe player. Yep, I want to be a wrestler. And so the way George Gordianko found his wife was he was over in Italy. And uh, his wife had a, a stall, a stable of horses. And there was this one horse that was just unruly. And so George opens up this, you know, the the stall the horse is in, slides it back just real gentle and goes in there and he's kind of petting the horse and as he's petting the horse he gets his arms kind of around the horse, you know, and gets his arms around the horse and locks in the horse's neck and just nuts and fast 
and just slowly chokes the fucking horse out. Wow. Pardon, chokes the doggone horse out. <laughs> I'm sorry. And boom, and the lady fell in love with him. And he got tons of money. <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. That's how I met your mother. I'm going to choke out a horse. I'm going to be putting on Match.com profile. I also know how to choke out a horse. This guy must be going like a savage. <laughs> wow. That's how I got to know your mother. That's crazy. And I, I, when I was, I was, um, <laughs> I was in Winnipeg, and there was a promoter named Al Tomko, and he let me sleep in his gym. And so uh, I would sleep in the gym, and one of my jobs was to keep the gym clean, you know. And so they had these weights, these dumbbells that he had just made, and they needed them painted. So I'm painting the dumbbells. It was a royal blue, and I'm painting them royal blue, and then I had to weigh them. And in white, I remember this distinctly, put the weights on in So I'm painting them royal blue, and I'm spraying and sniffing and spraying and sniffing and painting and sniffing and spraying. And I get the bright idea, but how much is it? 80 pounds. I'll put 65. And it's like superstar Billy Graham, uh, Billy Robinson, Jeff Ports, uh, Gagne, oh, who else? Whoever else is in the dark time. So they come down. <laughs> oh, baby Jesus. So they're working out, you know, and they, they can't figure out why they're not so strong until they figured it out. And George was the one that figured it out. And, you know, then he took me on the mat for an hour. and uh, Puts his little arms together. Oh, puts his little arms together. That's how I met your mother. Yeah. My dad, his brutal, suplexed me off the mat, broke my foot. The one, the, the most scary part about it, because the pain's pain, he suplexed me, it, the mat, it, it wasn't a ring, it was just a, a mat, and when he suplexed me off the mat, boom, I, onto the floor, I hit the floor and it broke my right ankle, but he had my one hand by this hand, and he just didn't let go, and he's on his back, and he just slowly drug me back, and I could feel my body being pulled, kind of like, I guess, if it was a great white shark had hold of your arm. <laughs> and I, like, for an hour, uh. kicked my butt, kicked my butt. And I've never painted nor snorted <laughs> since. It's, True it's, story. When you refer to somebody being, quote-unquote, stretched out, is that, Stret that, is that yeah. what that That's was? stretched out, That's, yeah, stretched. There, there's a couple stretched of things about this. The shoot, being stretched, and then the receipt. Because yeah. <laughs> there's always a receipt. Right. Shoot, but, shoot but is, there, is there a difference between like a shoot as far as like the physical and the wrestling and then shooting with interviews and Oh and, yeah. Okay. So there, but it's two yeah, different things. If you look at if you look at wrestling and go all the way back to the beginning, wrestling is the first reality show. Mm -hmm. Because we uh, take real situations that happen in real life. Like those guys really don't like each other. Yeah. Let's draw money with that. You know, capitalize and, on it. Yeah, all the time. A, a, a great example is Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. You know, that's an Whoa. awesome. That's an awesome example. Now they go out there and they cut these promos. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and then and they don't have the other one around. Yeah, right. So you can say you whatever know, you want to say. And they wind them up pretty good. Yeah, because it isn't just him doing it. They twist and turn and spin. And yeah. next thing you know, you got him saying stuff. Man, I wish I didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> me too. I can't believe I said that oh. he's going to kill me. And that would be the shoot part of the interview. Right. 
I think that's, I. What I meant. I think that's the one. Yeah. So what? What? Oh, sorry. Well, what? What was that? You, you're going to come back. I got to come back to it. I gotta, because I know. I mean, from, again, because. Hey. All right. Uh, thank you. Well, we uh, have a break. Time. Time. I, let me Save tell you, we have a break. <laughs> a break on. So we got to go to a break. When we come back from break, we have DDP, Steve oh, Simone, and Christian Harloff. Love you. Ah, oh, that's a great stuff. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. Saturday night, August 25th. It's the hottest party to hit the West Valley since, well, ever. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. You're doing shows out in the garage? This is classy. <laughs> See Heidi, Frank, Smees, and their cast of characters doing their live stage show. You know I mean? There's nothing like watching water run down this body. <laughs> Plus, the tasty thieves will rock the house. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. Saturday night, August 25th. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster or CanyonClub.net.
listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Ow! Mama told me not to come. She said that ain't the way to have fun, son. That ain't the way to have fun. DDP, Steve Small, Christian Harloff, Schmoe's Nose. Yeah. I met uh, Mick Jagger. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing a. I can't remember where the heck they're doing a concert, and uh, he's he's a wrestling fan. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was pretty cool. You know, touched me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of. He could have worked at TSA any day. You know, <laughs> just missed his calling. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Christian was being an asshole just before the break. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm... Because <laughs> I'm trying to block my way around it. But in a shoot, the problem... We were talking about shooting, of course, with Steve Simone and Christian Harloff and DDP. My, one of the hard, not only the hardest working, but one of the most successful professional wrestlers in history. Um, Thank you, Roddy. Yeah, it's a lot of you, man. No, it's the truth. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I, I pride myself on Rod Pop for doing for this part is we stay honest, uh, as, on, you know, as honest as I can be. Uh, I have lied, <laughs> but I've done some time too. I'm married thirty years, and uh, <laughs> so we were talking, and uh, we were talking with Christian, talking about shooting uh, in our world, uh, which is the world of professional wrestling, which is a whole whole different world, isn't it? They yeah. really don't understand. It's but hard to explain to anybody, man. It's funny because you know we'll be talking, we're talking about a match or whatever, and if you don't really know. You have no idea what the hell we're talking about. No, that, no for boom, sure. Boom, 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 and I'll yeah, come in, and you do that thing you do. Yeah, you come out, and then, you know, ba-ding, ba-dum, ba-ding, ba-dum, ba-dum, boom, boom, and you know, oh, go okay, home. Okay, I got that. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I'm here. Right. When you're in, like, I just did Raw, and there was a couple guys in there. Okay, ba-ding, ding, 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 of professional wrestling, one of the problems with the shoot is, is you don't always know what's going to happen, because we we ended with receipts, right? right, right. We, we hadn't qualified what receipts are, and receipt is in my case when I made a mistake and and Hitch caught somebody, or if I did it on purpose, caught somebody pretty hard. You know, is when they smashed my nose all over my face, which means if I hit you on purpose or I got, I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay, uh, there was holy cow, San Antonio. I had Telly Blanchard's first match. Really? Yeah, in oh. San Antonio, Texas, his daddy Joe Blanchard. And uh, um, there's, I remember, holy cow, you gotta help me. Um, oh, Russian guy, beautiful man, big from Russia. Nikolai Volkov. Oh, thank you, thank you. Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikolai Volkov going against Manny Fernandez. Oh, yeah. Manny Fernandez. Now, Manny, Manny's changed a lot over the years. But at one time, Manny, you know, he was uh, a little difficult to get along with sometimes. And they're in the ring. And so Manny had a, a match with Nikolai Volkov. And he, uh, he chopped you. Like, I wrestled Wahoo McDonald's. He chopped you so hard on the chest. Like, one. But Manny, Wahoo knew how to do it. Manny would, when he chopped you, would hit with a palm. Ooh, and like, uh, it was like a rock hitting you. Yeah. Manny, I, I never saw him, but I understand was a fair boxer. I can and, see that. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, boom, you know, and some match ends, and uh, uh, 
You know, Nikolai comes back, and Nikolai's such a wonderful man. Just to qualify Nikolai, Nikolai has a farm, and one day he just got bored, and so he took a pail and dug a basement and made a basement by himself <laughs> in the wow. farm, okay? Wow. And he was an Olympic lifter, etc. But he's a sweetheart. He's the guy that taught me it would have the fry, electric frying pan in the uh, hotel making uh, wrestler burgers. Nikolai Volkov. And I call, awesome. Oh, Rodney, come here. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hey, that's German. That's close enough, you know, to vodka. And uh, so Manny Fernandez, pow, pow, after the match. You know, I, I can't do Nikolai Volkov, but, you know, which is, please, you know, don't, don't. Oh, please, don't. And the, the next night, Manny, you know, he's a little, he's a little bit of a bully. And, uh, Pow, 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 you know, Nikolai was uh, oh, jeez, come back, please, you know. And next night, you know, man, pow, pow, Nikolai, bang. <laughs> wow. That was it. <laughs> that, that was the receipt. My Nikolai was a boxer, too, we oh, found wow. out. And an Olympic lifter and can dig a decent basement. Knock his dick in the dirt. Pow! And you know, the next night, man, he was light as a feather. Yeah, right. it's, pretty <laughs> pretty it's a remarkable what keeping your receipts will do for you in taxes. Well, a yeah. lot of times it never goes that because he was he's a very nice man. Mm. Just a really good soul. And uh, yeah. a lot of guys, you, uh, you hit me that one time, and then you hit me the next time. Okay, well, here, how about this? Bam! Yeah. And all of a sudden, he goes, oh, okay, maybe I should One time's <laughs> an accident. Yeah. Two uh, times. Yeah, two times you're out. How often does that happen? Oh, every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, you know, um, you know, depending on, oh, depending on the chemistry of yeah. the two guys. You know, if you're working a program with some, oh, man, am I... Uh, Oh but yeah, isn't that why people got to so, go to hell? Isn't that why people got so pissed off with Hogan though? Because he was so clunky in the ring and would hit people all the time. For, or... It's one of the reasons I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah he hit hard. But I tell you, the guys are were different depending on the guy. Myself, we got a saying: I'd rather you knock my teeth down my throat than hit me with a popcorn punch. I'll tell you a true story. I don't like it to, though. Um. Ah, jeez, Rod. This is how I get myself in this stuff. Why? Maybe you should Why? back up and change the next story. Uh, wow. uh, it's Russo. <laughs> Russo, yeah, you gotta get I the know, Russo. X O X. Yeah, okay. So, I'll tell the story. Uh, I just told how true the show was, and now I'm trying to lie my way around it. I'm boxing Mr. T in the second WrestleMania. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I want to take the guy out. <clears throat> I got no time for him. And what McMahon did, you know, I, I've been rolling down the road by that time, I don't know, like 14 years in the business and working out every day and hanging out with Morocco every night. And right. Fuji, you know, <laughs> kind of like a little hard to deal with, <laughs> I guess. And so they tell me. And uh, so I got to box this guy. And I, I ain't doing a job. I'm not going to let him pin my shoulders. Not happening. I'm not, nor am I going to let him knock me out. If he can do it, get her done. And so, you know, a lot of stuff went back and forth. And she go, I'll get the door. A lot of stuff. <laughs> and I know it's an honest show. Is that organic or is that a. Uh, 
<laughs> it's Vince Russo. <laughs> Vince. Sure, <laughs> Manny. Manny, no. I was teasing. Someone just choked out a horse. Holy cow. So, I'm boxing him. And uh, I don't know what round it was, but like the third round, maybe. I don't know what round it was. The third round. Uh, uh, all right, so the third round, I, I had to do something with this guy. It was very difficult. They, they have an expression, you can work with a, a good professional, can work with a broomstick, you know. Huh? I don't know. don't know if that's true. I definitely had a broomstick. Uh, and there was a thing where, uh, straight left, straight left, right cross, left hook. And I'm going to, I was going to take a bump out of the ring. So I'm in the third round. I think it's the third round. And you know, when I went out there, I never planned anything as I just told you what I planned, uh, <laughs> but like, I never really planned anything. Uh, I, you got to feel what's going on. But as I'm coming up to this particular spot, all of a sudden I realize a couple things. One, the gloves that do Lou do, and what I was going to say, just stay there. Vince McMahon, I'd been partying and rolling hard for 14 years, just plucked me and put me in a boxing camp with Lou Duva in Reno with Tyro Biggs, Braxton, Spinks, uh, Holyfield, um, Biggs, did I say Biggs? Mm -hmm. A uh, littler guy <laughs> that I didn't say he was little, though. Sugar Ray? Uh, no. Pernell Whitaker? Uh, Pernell Whitaker? No. Uh, anyway, a lot of guys. A lot of guys with no teeth. And for five weeks, I trained with these guys. And then they put me in with teeth. <laughs> and I'm going in the third round. Here comes this spot. And I realize I got thumbless gloves on. Mm. Now, that might not mean a lot to you because you never gone over the top rope. In going over the top rope, it's really cool if you can grab the rope on the way over and give a little cushion to the eight-foot drop you're about to take on the concrete. But I got thumbless gloves on. Right. I don't realize this really until I'm kind of coming up to this particular area. And at the same time, Mr. T is like in the middle of the ring instead of being closer and I'm doing the math and some geometry with my pi r squared and I look over and I got like five feet of ring before I got rope. All right. So uh, it comes time and T goes uh, straight left, right hook and here comes left cross and I, I got to fly and I go and boom, I flew. He missed the left hook. Stupid son of a bitch. You missed it. I'd rather you knock my teeth down my throat right. than hit me with a popcorn punch. So we were talking about when just myself in the media, I'd like you to hit me. I don't know how quite how I got here. Help me get out. <laughs> well, the bottom line is you gotta get over that top up. He's missed you completely. Where are you at? Yeah, but yeah. Well, I, but I left. Right, he, he missed you and you're going. So. Uh, yeah, and because of the distance, I had to go in the ring the five feet to get just to the ropes that I couldn't grab. Right. Uh, and uh, it's probably the most 
the most humiliating error I've ever made in my career. Um, and once you're going, though, once you're gone, you're gone. <laughs> you're gone because I got five feet to clear to get through the ropes, and I just figured ah, I'll just take the shot when we get. You know, it's too late. I'll take the shot, but you, you know, you. Did you make him pay for it afterwards? Though? I took a stool. I was so hot. I was. I needed him to obviously do something to me so I could justify right. what I was about to do. And I took this stool, and you look at it. I winged it at him right across the ring. It was during the next rounds. And it took a hunk of flesh out of him right off of, <laughs> right out of his shin that stuck to that stool. That flesh just, <laughs> and, come on! Just, yeah, nothing. Uh, it, it was prompted by a question. Is this damn organic enough for you? No, it, was just, it was just off of the shoots. And, and just that, thank that you. Was all that yeah, um, it was off the, and, it's off the shoot. Yeah, so that's what it was. You wouldn't know that all of a sudden you were shooting because something like that would happen where, whoops, what, or like, huh, boom, and it, you're on. It's not, it's not like, okay, uh, scissors, paper, rock, or, gee, I don't like you today, let's go. It was, mostly it was never like that. No. It was all of a sudden, and then, like, if you got two guys that didn't particularly get along anyway, when they come into the ring, if I'm in that mindset, uh, you know, it's easier for me to, to blow. Right. Well, that's and that's how shoots start. Sorry. Well, that's oh. interesting, though, too, is that, like, because do you get guys like uh, that sometimes maybe they hate each other so much? Like you were mentioning Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, because some of those matches are some of the best of all time. So, uh, as for, you matches. know, some of those. But they were professionals there. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. I'm sure so, they got snug on some stuff, though, well, which is a whole other word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Did Savage and Steamboat have any beef towards each other? Because that match is still a, one of the best of all time. Um, I know. You know, Ricky Steamboat. Is uh, just in my opinion one of the greatest true baby faces yeah. ever, ever. Class, 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 class. And it's really difficult to be a sincere, straight up baby face. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. The interview that goes with it, the humility, sure. and, and at the same time, Draw money. It's a lot easier to draw money. Me going, you know what I'm going to do to you? Ricky Steamboat was a gentleman, would speak as a gentleman, but when he got in the ring, and he was he was graceful, and he could back everything up, but with grace. And, oh, he, yeah. and so the match, be, pardon me, uh, between um, Macho Man and Steamboat that you're talking yeah. about, uh, Macho Man, another true consummate pro. I was there the first day he brought Elizabeth in. You know, <laughs> whoa. Uh, I actually, one time, uh, I was, we were all in a bar. And it was at nighttime, the matches were over. And um, I'm standing outside the bar because I don't want to come in. And, you know, I, I'm doing the math, kind of right. like, you know, right. you know, I don't know, and yeah, and so somebody come behind me, anyway, I had sweatpants on, and boom, and uh, Vince and Hogan, and boom, they were all eating, and, and they sat down to eat, and you know, that was difficult, and um, so I went to leave, and Vince, like, pulled my pants, I had sweatpants, and they kind of come down a little bit, 
So, whatever my major malfunction was, I just pulled them all the way down. I have a bomb and left, okay? The next day, I'm on TV, and I didn't know it, but behind me was March and Elizabeth. All right? Oh, God. All right. So, unbeknownst to Harrod, all night, Macho's been up going, whoa, uh, no, snap into a hot rod. <laughs> Not cool, you know? And here I am. You took I, that shit seriously. Oh, holy cow. And I saw it. <laughs> awesome. I, I come uh, rolling into TV, you know, kind of like Bambi, you know, with an edge, and uh, here come March, and he's just red like a hundred billion million capsules of niacin. Yeah. And oh, you were drinking last night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking AA? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember what you did? <laughs> Oh, sheesh, let me see. <laughs> what did I do? I'll be right with you. Let me look back at my data. No, I don't remember. Oh, you pulled your pants down. For you? No. <laughs> I, he was bent. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I said this to him. I said, listen, listen first of all, I apologize. I had no idea... Nor any recollection of Elizabeth being there. And I meant no disrespect to anybody at all. I explained the situation, but I did say this too. If you're going to involve somebody in our business, they have to be prepared to take on all the aspects of the business. I wasn't being, I wasn't being, I'm, I hate that kind of stuff actually. I have three daughters. Yeah. You know, I, I. it's not where I was coming from, but like, Holy cow. Hey, shit happens, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, really, shit that's, happens. A, that's really what it does, you know. But, but I, he, I think that I was, he could, Randy was a very intelligent guy. Dude, also. I know. He made he made me, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, he made me. So. Brilliant. <laughs> I only worked against him, I think, twice. Really? Yeah, and like once in Montreal and uh, someplace else. I don't know where it was. Vancouver, maybe. And wow, what a pro. But... But he saw that I was sincere. Another time we're doing VOs with McMahon. And uh, <laughs> um, so him and McMahon are having an argument. And it's VOs. Okay, so oh, sex. we're doing... Uh, hi, kids. <laughs> so there we were in the booth doing voiceovers, uh, talking about the matches. And there was three colored... Because Jesse Ventura had quit. And so Vince wanted me to come into the booth. I said, nah, it's for old broken down. We had this big, all right, you know, that much money? Yeah, well, I'll come. And then March came. And March and, and uh, Vince are, are arguing. And, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the clock and kind of like you guys are, bored to tears and uh, listening to this stupid story. And uh, finally I said, uh, could we get on with this? And March looked at me and says, oh, I don't need a cheerleader. <laughs> What did you say to me, mother? <laughs> Sir. I finished the VOs, and Vince said to me, no, hot rod, let it go, let it go. And the Stanford Hotel in Connecticut went to his room and <laughs> sat down for two hours, and we had a chat about, uh, you know, I ain't no cheerleader for you or anybody else. And 
And we ended up drinking and chatting for quite a while. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it gets out of hand. It's it's little things like that. Yeah, it's weird how that happens. It's like, uh, well, it seems like you know, to an outsider, you guys never had a break. Like if you have to watch your back in the ring. I picked this up earlier when uh, Hacksaw was on a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you have to worry about a shoot in the ring, right? Yeah, it could have happened. Just a guy maybe misses his spot, maybe hits you too hard once. But yeah. then your job's not over then. It, se- it sounds like you guys are always with each other. Oh, dude. You know, when people ask me when I do Hollywood Squares or something like that, they go, so when's your season? I said, when I get hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I get hurt. Yeah. When I get hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I have to get injured back. You, know, you were talking about those characters of you know what was believable, not like people used to say to me, man, I know a lot of that wrestling's all scripted and stuff, but I know you and Savage. You guys hate each other. And they would tell me how much I hated him. I love that guy. I mean, I did one of him. You should go to YouTube and look, just Google uh, tribute to Randy Savage by DDP. When he died, man, it took, you know, I, took I took a couple of days and yeah. I made like a tribute tape to him, man. Yeah, that was, so, you know what happened when he died? I, sometimes I got real bad dreams. And, um, and... That the evening before, I had a real bad dream, like a bad, bad, bad dream. And I woke up and I was new to Twitter and I Twittered it so you can look it up the night before he passed. Really? And it streams like I, like it's Mr. Perfect, Carrie Von Eric, uh, Big Boss Man. And the thing, I'll tell you the story. Um, so you're saying like we're all with each other and it seems like you never had a break. Yeah, yeah. You know, was there ever a break? And like DDP was saying, uh, and Christian was a shoot, and DDP saying like, you know, when's your season? You know, like when you're off, when I get injured. So you live together, away ride together, ride, eat, 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 drink, drink, <laughs> snore. Uh, <laughs> and okay, so this is in the Marriott, uh, Marriott in Miami, on the eighth floor, and. When we used to come in, like, uh, to our rooms, I was uh, healing a room with Kerry Von Erich, um, who was a really good friend of mine. And for some reason, a, a lot of people don't know this. Kerry Von Erich, when he was in the WWE as a Texas Tornado, his right leg from about six inches below the knee was cut off. And motorcycle accident. Motorcycle. He was a dumbass, man. He's <clears throat> riding his motorcycle with flip-flops on. <laughs> and boom. And so it got cut off. And when he would when he would rest work when he'd wrestle, um, you know he'd go just take a shower or just have his clothes. But like it didn't bother him to take his leg off with me, and it didn't bother me either. We were because like I wrestled in Dallas when I was 15, 16 years old for his daddy. I just knew him, and so and, you know, moving on. Family. Yeah, he's an amazing story. Man. I wish he would have told people because that's an amazing story that he could wrestle. Yeah. And because yeah. I never saw, I never saw yeah, it. I didn't know that either. He was. He still holds high school records for, I think it's discus throwing and shot put. And his daddy would take him around and he would train with the best in the world. And so as a Texas tornado, he would drop kick and he had. If you remember those big white boots, yeah. long with the yeah. with the frilly fringes on them. Okay, so. We're in Miami, uh, Mary Rot, and when we come in, <laughs> you know, so you come in the door, and you know, like the chain, we'd leave the chain in the door, and the door would be ajar. <laughs> the door would be ajar, Rod. And uh, then we'd go to our beds, and the reason that was, was because when we called room service, 
We'd have our fat asses on the bed, and we didn't have to go to the door to let them in, you see. <laughs> they could just come in by themselves. So this one particular night, uh, and I don't, I don't have any answers, so you know, don't ask no questions. Carrie uh, and I are there, and you know, got a, we got our beer. And um, I don't know. We went out on the window. There's a ledge of the window, and... Ah, uh, opened the ledge and got, opened the window rather, and got out on the ledge. And the ledge is like, I don't know, maybe a foot. And uh, we were smoking a joint, allegedly. And uh, <laughs> What floor were you guys on? Eighth. Eighth floor, Marriott. My, um, what kind of herb was that? My, <laughs> Marriott, you guys Marriott, Miami. <laughs> and, and what happened, I remember, I remember this. The, the, the door, window slammed shut. And there was a really strong wind, because I remember having to push on the ledge, push my back against the window. And we, were smoking. we weren't talking about jumping or nothing, but I don't remember what we were really talking about. And we were just kind of hanging out looking. And at the time, um, uh, Mr. Perfect and Big Boss Man came down to share a beer. And the door was open. And they went, hey, whoa, what are you doing? And pulled us in. I don't know what we were doing. Sounds like you had some really good herb to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, you know, Allegedly. Um, but like the I guess point of the story is I'm the only one alive. Mm, wow. Yeah. They're all dead. All before forty five. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, not trying not not trying to go there just because, you know, we're we're just talking about Randy. We're just talking yeah. about Randy. Too, yeah, man, that's what know. it was. Thank you. Yeah. In the dream that I have, I get a lot of them with perfect. I get that that dream. I have mm. that dream a lot. So the night before March, and I'm I'm no listen. I'm no say sayer, and I don't predict nothing. I don't know shit. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I woke up and I had that dream, and I, I just break into a sweat, and I just been brand new on Twitter. And I just got up and I twittered that I just had a bad da 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 bad wow. dream, whatever I said. And the next morning I woke up and I've had that a couple times. Hawk of the uh, Road Warriors. Um, I was in Vegas with him and in front of Valentine and I think Duggan was there. Valentine there a couple. I says, you know, I told him, man, you're gonna die if you don't. Fu and uh, did the same with Art Bar. And if you dream on, about me, I want you to pick up the phone and call me. Right? Hey, let, me let, let me let me give you a story. Uh, when, 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 I want you. Pick up the phone, dude. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Stay where you are. Oh, baby Jesus! If so, <laughs> I love you. So let, 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 let me share this story because this is okay. this is a total inside story. Uh, when when Randy passed. Uh, I have not gone to anyone's funerals, all because something had happened that kept me from being there at a particular time. But when Randy died, you know, I called Lanny up yeah. and I said, Lanny, I said, uh, um, please get back to me. I, I don't care where the funeral is or whatever. I'm, I'm going to get there. I got to be there for this one. And he called me back and he was so cool. And he he's said, listen, guy, yeah, Lanny's his brother. Yes. Yeah, Lanny, Lanny yeah. Popov is his brother. And, um, 
me and Randy had some. We we had the feud of the year in 1997. He literally, it was really Scott and Kev when the NWO was so hot that really made me when I didn't go NWO. But it was Randy who stepped up and said, mm, "Yeah, I want to work with him." You know that really, you know that, which is a huge compliment, huge on yeah. so many levels. And um, so, I, so I'm talking to uh, to Lanny, and Lanny says, "Listen, Diamond, you know, my brother told me." You know, that he really didn't want any big fanfare. We're not having a big funeral. It's not going to be nothing like that. And he goes, now this is Lanny playing Randy and Lanny talking as he starts to tell me the story. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you know, um, Randy had a huge piece of property in uh, Seminole County. And he had this really huge tree. It was the most beautiful, hugest tree I've ever seen in my life. And when his dog Hercules died, we had him cremated. And we walked out to that tree and laid his ashes down on the base of the tree. And uh, Randy said to me when, um, you know, when this happened, he said, Lady, he said, when I, when I die, I don't want no big fanfare, uh, you know, hats and horns and all the people coming to see me. He goes, I don't, I want it family. I want it private. I want to be cremated. And I want my ashes laid right down here. And Lanny goes, you, you want to be have your ashes laid next to your dog? And he said, if it's good enough for Hercules, it's good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Lanny, can I tell that story? Yeah, that can I tell that? He goes, I got permission to tell that story. He said, he said, Diamond, Aunt Randy loved you, and he knows and I, my family knows anything you say will come from the heart. And he said, yes, tell that story. I was like, dude, that's the greatest. That's story. awesome. That's that, is great. that, was, that was Randy, you know? That is fantastic. Yeah, that's Randy to a T. Yeah. He's a, he had a high IQ, very intelligent, meticulous uh, about his, uh, his stuff. Uh, does that mean we got to go to a break? <laughs> he was meticulous about his stuff. So let me tell you about Vince Russo. Yeah. Uh, so... As soon as we come back with DDP, Steve Swan, and Christian Harloff, the schmoes, and talk about 60,000 YouTube views for the schmoes, because the schmoes knows. Rod Pot. <laughs> wow. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. Saturday night, August 25th. It's the hottest party to hit the West Valley since, well, ever. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. You're doing shows out in the garage? This is classy. <laughs> See Heidi, Frank, Smeeze, and their cast of characters doing their live stage show. You know I mean? There's nothing like watching water run down this body. <laughs> Plus, the Tasty Thieves will rock the house. Heidi and Frank, after hours, live at the Canyon Club. Saturday night, August 25th. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster or CanyonClub.net.
from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Awesome song. The best. So cool. <laughs> Radio worth watching. Toad Hop. DDP. Steve Simone. <laughs> Christian Harloff, the schmoes, schmoes knows. They need 60,000 hits on YouTube. Subscribers, yeah. Subscribers. Please. I need uh, 60,000 for uh, Christian Harloff. Mark, uh, you guys do a great job. Thank you. Yeah, oh, we just, I love you. It's a lot of fun. It's just YouTube.com slash Schmoes Know. We're trying to get 60000 by the end of the year. It's all fun movie reviews. And Roddy, you actually yeah. did Expendables with us last year. It was a lot of fun. You know the truth is, man. So they come and ask me to do a review on the Expendables. And we got a time crunch, right? You know? Okay, I hadn't seen it. <laughs> he, he sold it, man. We thought he saw it. We thought he saw it. And we we're like, oh, it's great. You so get all the points we like. I knew the guy's in it, you know, Stallone and um, uh, Steve Austin, you know, yeah. Stone Cold. I was so oh, this jealous. This is last year's. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah. Excuse me. The yeah. first, I haven't seen yeah. the other one. Yeah. I'll review it for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, knowing the guys, I yeah. just kind of figured it out and uh, did a review anyway. There's Schmo's. Have a great show, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I love Mark to death. Yeah, we're firing him. We're bringing in Simone. Yeah, good deal. <laughs> Whoa, that's a good deal. <laughs> I love him to death. Steve Simone just got off tour. We will talk about that in a little bit. Um, and uh, holy cow. Okay, I got to do some business here for radio station. I, I got to get this right because I'm a real computer savvy guy. But this is pretty cool because, like, in order to keep this show running, I'm going to have to make some money. <laughs> you know, that's, I need the, they're telling me that the station needs money. I don't get it myself. I, oh, I just drop in. So this is like, this is a really cool way, though, because it's called Toad Hop Network. So think of a big toad there, and, you know, it's often. And if you go to Toad Hop Network and you see Rod Pod, and you click on the Amazon on Rod Pod, anything you want on Amazon is incredible. I, I know you guys probably know this. But like I don't, okay. I I remember sync. I just learned sync. Right. Uh, I swear, I just cut and paste. I can do it now. So you click Amazon on RodPod. You can buy anything you want. They deliver it to you, and somehow it helps me. I'm not really sure how that works. Yet. Okay. So we need. We buy a lot of stuff on. We buy a lot of stuff. Do you buy stuff on Amazon? My company does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We bought all our camera stuff and everything for Schmoes. We bought it all from Amazon. You bought all your yeah. camera stuff from mm -hmm. Amazon? Yeah, the mics, the everything. Rod Pod, Rod Pod, Rod Pod. <laughs> Steve, have you ever been to Amazon? Have you ever? I've checked it out. Yeah, actually, never... I did buy. Uh, you can buy anything on there. Yeah. That's I bought, what I heard. You I bought can... magazine subscriptions. I didn't know what to get people what for. Kind magazines no, uh, like gift, gift. Were just for the gift. articles yes and uh so like you click rod pod the amazon rod pod and then they give you anything you want. this is the cool part because if you don't like it you can call the show and i'll put you on the air and you tell me and i'll go get your money back <laughs> <laughs> and it'll Willie be a Nelson. shoot wow. <laughs> <laughs> this show's a shoot that's, that's a bold statement <laughs> so like very cool amazon Go to toadhopnetwork.com, click on uh, Amazon and RodPod, buy anything you want, comes to the door. 
Heidi Fleiss has nothing on me. <laughs> you know, I, I remember at Olympic Auditorium, you know, I'd do interviews. And uh, Olympic Auditorium is in Los Angeles. And uh, there's a huge sign. I still remember. All right, 95171. Come on, get your ticket. If you don't get down here, you go. All right, 95171. Rod Pod Amazon. It works. <laughs> Four kids. <laughs> anyway, there's, God, I want to get into something here that's pretty cool. Uh, 60,000 subscribers for Schmoes on YouTube. They need them, so go get them. DDP, uh, you, <laughs> he's been on me, man. Like, I was intimidated to drink a Coke in front of DDP. Because <laughs> I'll get the damn lecture. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me say what I say about Coke, though. Tell them Let what you say. say if, if I see someone drinking, like Roddy's drinking a Diet Coke there, mm -hmm. I said, rather you drink regular Coke, because at least it's got the sugar. It's, it's sugar that your body can produce. Because aspartame's in that. It is shit. It's the worst thing to me. It's like it's direct line to cancer. To me, it makes really? your, your body cancer friendly. Coca Cola. It's just <laughs> real. it cleans terminals on on your on your car. It'll clean up blood I on floor. So I'm just telling. Let me finish. Okay. It, I'd rather you drink regular Coke than Diet Coke. I'd rather you snort Coke than drink Coke. But <laughs> <laughs> it bubbles in my nose. Get a faster oh, the there's just, uh, Roddy, there's a, there's a new, let, let, me, let me turn you on to something that's actually good for you that tastes like Coke. What it's called it? Zivia, Z-I-V-I-A. Z-I-V-I-A, and you get it at Whole Foods. It's a little bit more than a uh, bottle, uh, can of Coke. But it tastes just like it. And on the can, it's every ingredient that you know what it is. And it actually says what soda always should have been. If I take something off somebody, I give them something that is way better for them. You know, and oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that's it. There's a, you can always give oh, a habit for a habit. So, like, you've been on my case for a while. It's just, like, I have no Because I care about you. I know. This, bingo. Who <laughs> cares? No, there's no kidding. And i got a lot of wounds. Um, so I'm going to do something here. It's, I got a lot of wounds. And, uh, you know, like right now, my left shoulder's broke. Uh, I broke my neck. I wrestled for four months before uh, the broken neck. I didn't know it. And then I just last September, it hasn't been a year yet, I got seven screws put in it. You know, and it's like, you know, and uh, I had my uh, right hip replaced in 1994. Did you do the, the rehab when you got it replaced? I did it unbelievably okay, that, religiously. Because yeah. no, 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 I got scared. Yeah. But ever, you know, like I get in the gym and I'm a pretty steady gym guy. But for years, DDP has been on me. And even as much to try to, uh, he talks to my son. My son loves him, uh, Colt. And uh, um, he is trying to get me to do, uh, I want him to explain it. But So uh, this, is what I, this is what I want to do. First of all, you explain, then I, I got something that I want to try with you. Okay. Okay, so, but, but I, so because I'm just talking in circles here, uh, but it's going to come out good. There's a guy named, um, I get his name, Arthur Borman. Yeah. Tell us about Arthur Borman, and you're going to learn a whole new side of DDP. And I thought I had a lot of respect for him until I saw this side of him. And that blew through the roof. Talk to me about Arthur. Um, Arthur was a guy who bought my original program. Um, my YRG was yoga for regular guys. 
before I even get into it, I have to give the preface to this. I'm a guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga the first 42 years of my life. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I understand on. that. Yeah. And they want to yeah. turn the heat up in yeah. the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, okay. I just, it, just the whole, you know, humming and chanting, it just it turned me off. <laughs> yeah. But what happened is my career didn't start wrestling until I was 35. It didn't take off till I was 40. That was 1996. 97 and 98, according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, number five in the world, or four wow. in the world, both years. Wow. That's amazing. Then I ruptured my L4 and L5 so badly that three doctors said I was done. Now, anybody who doesn't know what the L4 and L5 are, they're the little vertebrae, not vertebrae, but the vertebrae at the base of your spine going into your tailbone. When you have a bad mm. back, that's probably where you're hurt. So I had ruptured, which is like taking a, they have, there are little discs in between each vertebrae, and it squishes them like a jelly donut. Now, where does that stuff go? It goes into all your nerve endings, and it is so So painful. stuff meaning like the cartilage? No, the, 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 jelly? the gel from the... Oh, the, okay. Keeps, the keeps you the concussion, yeah. so it's not just jammed. Gotcha. It's like rubber in between. It's like a shocks yeah, yeah, in between yeah. there. Well, now gotcha. they're gone. Gotcha. And they tell me if I, yeah, if I keep wrestling... If, you know, if I come back from this and I keep wrestling, that I'll be crippled by the time I'm 48. So, you know, that's something to think about. You know, I don't yeah, want to be crippled at 48. So I'm 42 at the time, and I'm doing the rehab, and I'm still with Kimberly at the time. And, you know, she'd come up, and she'd be like, baby, I'm like, look, look, how I sweat my ass off down there doing this yoga thing. You should come down here and try it. I'm like... Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the case so civil. So I get that when people say yoga. I go, I get that because that was me. You know, so I, I just signed a multi-million dollar three-year deal. Yeah. This is my dream. I got here. I'm there. And now they're saying you're done. Well, you'll try anything. As you know, Roddy, you'll yeah, try um, anything, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I had both shoulders worked on, both knees. I know a little bit about rehab. I'm doing the rehab for the back, but it's not really cutting it. So I start in doing this yoga tape. And I can't do any of the moves. And everybody's a stick figure. And it's frustrating as hell. <laughs> you know? What are they, stick fingers? Stick fingers. They're like gummies. And you put your head foot up behind your ass. And it's just crazy shit. You know? But as I'm trying to figure it out, I'm sweating my ass off. Yeah. So I'm like, after about three weeks, and I'm doing it like every day, I'm like, this stuff is really helping me. What if I mix it with these rehab moves I'm doing? So the yoga. Yes. So I start creating my own stuff. And Kim comes up. She goes, wow. She goes, you're really taking this seriously, aren't you? I go, babe, I'm getting back in that ring. It's not, it's, they're not, it's not, this is going to happen. So I do it, you know, the rehab mixed with the, you know, the, uh, the yoga moves. I call them yoga positions. I'll say, say poses and postures. I'm, I don't do poses and postures. I'm an athlete. I do positions. I ain't no Chippendale, <laughs> baby. That's a, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the bottom line is, at some point, I'm doing cardio now. Because I'm six weeks in. My body's feeling stronger. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I add in slow burn calisthenics. Push-ups, squats, crunches. Okay. But instead of just lowering in a push-up, going up and down, yeah. I would lower for three. Hold for three, push up three, two, one, then come down for three, hold for three, 
then go into a cobra, which is an amazing stretch in your lower back, your shoulders, and into a down dog, which is probably one of the best strength. What's it and called? Uh, down dog. You, your, your hands. Let's <laughs> 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 switch that terminology around. Come on, can you do There's many great uses for that position. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to be on the Playboy channel on Sirius Radio doing a filming thing with a couple of models tomorrow at 9. Who knows what, what down dog will be happening. Good work if you can get it, you know. Yeah. So, so we're down dogging. So the, my point is, is that I've mixed them together. And those three-second push-ups in the beginning, because my back's so bad, I'm on my knees like a girl, you know. Yeah. But eventually, get off my knees. Eventually, three seconds became five. Five became ten. Ten became sets of ten. We lower ten, nine, eight, Ooh. all the way down. Now hold like for ten. Negative. Yeah, now come up. Ten, nine, eight. Before you knew it, I was doing sets of ten. And my body's getting stronger. So I'm on the Stairmaster, and I always wear a heart rate monitor so that I see where my heart rate is when I'm in whatever position or engaging or moving. And... I got off the Stairmaster after, you know, I kept my heart rate about 133, didn't want to go too much, you know, just wanted yeah. to build a little cardio, burn a little fat, got on the mat, about 20 minutes in, I'm doing those push-ups, and look over my heart monitor, and I go, 140, how's hell is that possible? So I stand up, and I just stand up and start doing curls, and what I mean by that, just curls, and this is the first thing I did, okay, get, I'll go get it down here so you can, uh, can you turn it up a little bit, yeah, turn it up here. So I'm literally just grabbing nothing. There we go. So I'm literally just grabbing nothing, Rod. Right? Yeah. And I'm pulling. And I'm squeezing my quads and glutes. I'm pulling up. And as I'm pulling up, I'm watching it do just like this right now. It's at 17. Come here, Roddy. Look at this. Where's my heart rate right now? 115, 113, 116, 118, 120, 120, 124, 125. Okay, let me show you. I heard it clicking up over the. Can you see that? Yeah. Can you see that? Holy cow. Amazing. 128. I'm blown up. So you got no weight. It's just your. I'm just engaging muscles. And what I realized, it was totally by accident. Every time you engage a muscle, when you're moving, flexing your quads, flexing your glutes, your heart's got to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. So next thing I know, I go, look at this, I'm still going up, 134. <laughs> um, then it'll come right back down again, okay? But when you're running, when you're doing any kind of activity on the Stairmaster or whatever, every one of your muscles are engaging that's how your heart rate gets up. But every time you're running is impact. Anytime you're doing any kind of I bing, bang, boom, and everything gotcha. we do is impact. Oof. Our whole lives has been boom, 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 <laughs> like yeah, car boom. accidents one night boom. after another. Yeah. So your body, for the DDP yoga, I developed a workout. By the way, it ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> that's the tagline. Exactly. <laughs> I put it like this. It ain't your mama's yoga, baby. <laughs> the, the, the bottom line is, is that um, I developed a workout that was zero impact on your body, but kick-ass cardio, dramatically inc uh, increase your flexibility and your core strength conditioning. Now back to Arthur Borman. Yeah. Here's a guy, knee braces. Back brace. You Walk. broke a sweat, man. <laughs> like you're <laughs> not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not making it up on this show. It's, no, no. What I do is a shoot. 
Call that. See what I did there? There you go. Yeah. That's how it happens, too. (laughs) So, um, Arthur, originally, um, I would send out my first DVDs. I would send out an email to everyone. And everybody thought it was like one of those automatic responses. But I didn't have that technology. (laughs) I just actually cut and paste and signed their name (laughs) and sent it to anybody who bought it. And I'd say, listen, I'm not trying to sell you anything. You already bought the program. I'd really love to have great results. All I want from you is to answer five questions. And I sent them the five questions. And some people wouldn't answer. Some people go, I know this is you know, re- you know, instant response, but all right, because I like DDP, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this guy, he wrote so detailed. And I, I, I wrote him back an email. I go, dude, thanks so much for taking the time on that. But I could tell by some of your you know, comments that you really need some help. I said, tell me a little more about yourself. He started out saying, Roddy, that he had relegated just thinking of himself as a piece of furniture, disabled veteran, walking uh, with knee braces, back brace, and canes. And for some reason, the canes didn't really stick into me yet. This is Arthur. This is Arthur. And he told me that, you know, as a paratrooper, you drop 10 to 15 feet a second. And he'd be carrying 50 to 500 pounds, excuse me, 200 pounds, when he's dropping. So most of the time, it's between their legs. So you can't even do knees and I ankles know together. What that feels like, yeah. You know, yeah. and boom. So the impact, right? Like us, yeah. you can't fake gravity. Paratroopers mm-hmm. are really—they get so beat up. Twenty or thirty jumps. By the time you get to 40, 45, 50, you're going to be a mess. He had over five hundred. Now there are guys. He jumped five hundred times. Over five hundred times. There are guys that can jump over thousands. You get okay? that plane fixed. No, you know, not Sorry. So the bottom line is, is that he was going to retire, but we had the first Gulf War, so he goes stop loss. Nobody retires. I'm going to have a war, and he goes and he survived. Walked away from a helicopter crash, but the next time he fell, boom! You know, it's like they took him in, checked him out. Like, dude, you're going home. Two botched knee surgeries later, now the weight comes on him. You know, he was already, yeah. he wasn't like the 165 that he joined the military, 158 or whatever he was when he joined at 17. He's 14 years in. He wanted those 20 years, like everybody does, yeah. and then start another career. Long story short, he went to school. He learned seven languages while he was in the military. Um, got all his accreditations, came out of it, went to school, became a teacher for kids and adults with learning disabilities. I grew up with ADD and dyslexia at a time when no one knew what the hell ADD or dyslexia was. At third grade, I was learning, reading at a, excuse me, at 30 years old, I was reading at about third grade level. So I literally taught myself, it took a long time to read from 31 on, and now I'm helping a guy who teaches that. How oh, weird cool. is that, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, How cool is that? Yeah, yeah. It, it was so, it was uh, so Okay, constant. so just let me catch up, let right. me catch up, hang on. So you got the tailbone, your tailbone. There's your bone on bone, and the, the, the four and five are just bone okay. On bone, boom, yeah. and um, your your wife's doing the yoga, right? And you're going ah. So let me try it, and then so from our training, you started kind of incorporating right. the uh, the pump kind of with yoga, and you developed this thing. And so then there's this guy over 500 jumps, both knees botched. He learned seven languages, a real smart guy. Really smart guy. But couldn't move no more. Right. He, he, and he, he started just gained, gaining weight. And now he's 297 wow. pounds. He's been 297 pounds. And five foot six. Wow. Was That's a high. beach ball. Yeah. That's what he should 
Big time. Mm-hmm. Sounds like my manager, Justin Edberth, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. that, that was a shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for that, just yes. so you know. You, you Amazon, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, how much does he weigh? At 297 when he got with me. He'd come Holy down cow. from 348. On his own. He'd have lost a bunch of times and went back up. Every time people lose weight and they don't hit it, they come back up. He had gotten down to 280, and now he was back to 297 when he, his back was just blown out. He actually Googled, like, broken back and something and got me. Wow. And that's how he found it. Like, Diamond Dallas Page is doing some kind of yoga? Like, no way. And he's a fan of yours. He, well, no, what, really. He just knew because he was in the military. Like, everybody yeah, in the sure. military knows who Hot Rod is. You know what I mean? Yes, they know yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. Even yeah. if they don't like it. Yeah. They know who we are, you know? They got nothing else they, to watch. Right, yeah. they're stuck because too many guys want to watch us. So, <laughs> okay. so, so that's okay. how he knew about me. And um, So he I, comes to you and he's like three, rounded phone. off 300 yeah. pounds. Right, and so he tells me about it. So I say, send me a picture so I could see what I'm looking at. And I'll send you guys the pictures. You know, Please. so we can pop these up here. Yeah. And um, when I see the belly, you know, out and I see the... You know, the, the canes. Now the canes. Oh, that's what he means by canes. Like wrap around his wrist canes. and, and Oh, and you mean like walker? These, like walker canes, bro. You know, like Ooh. the one one thing here, you know? And I'm like, I, I'm not really, I see knee braces, but I wear knee braces. I don't know it's clinging to a back brace, too. And, uh, I mean, exact same knee braces I wear, he wears. And I'm thinking, the weight don't bother me, those knee braces. But, damn, those wrap around canes. So I've been working with the guys, Dr. Fred Bishy, and I've got three amazing nutritionists. Amazing. But this guy today is 84, can still run 20 miles on the beach. Not, wow. Yeah, John. I hate him. In, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in, in the thick sand, not the stuff down near the water. At 84? At 84. Wow. You know, they just didn't get less. My brother, they do it every couple of months. My bro, he's my brother's mentor, and he really taught me about eating real food and we all grow up in our business eating better and better and better to take care of ourselves but we never really get the real knowledge that i have now only because of helping so many people it's the only reason i have it and um i had fred's what he calls his phase three food plan so that's what i called it and i sent it to arthur now we're always all on the internet, bro. I've never talked to this oh, guy. Oh, so yet. you haven't seen him? No, yet. I've seen him. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. We've been going back and forth, but I haven't picked up the phone because what if I get some yeah, Mizark? Yeah, and next yeah, thing you know, yeah, the guy's yeah. got my phone number. Now blah, we're speaking Gurney. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, so long story short, he, um, uh, I send him the food plan. And you'll never hear me say the word diet ever. Let's say it's what's in your diet, not you're on a diet. Because what's the first three letters of the word diet? Uh, die. Die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't last. None of them work. Lifestyle changes work. I had to so, think. <laughs> so I had. To, I, I sent it to him. Now, if he writes back to me, I, th- I you know, I, like I think that. this looks good, and you know, uh, I'll give it a try. You know, if he says that, I'll give it a try, or maybe I can do this. I write. Good luck. Keep me posted. But he didn't write that. He wrote four powerful words. I can do this. I said, send me your phone number, and that's when I got on the phone with him. And we talked for probably an hour. And the key thing that I wanted him to understand is as important as this workout is, as important as doing the DDP yoga, the YRG, doing that workout. And do, eating the eating plan is, it's 10% of the equation. The 90% is between your ears. I said, I have a talk that's up online. I said, I want you to go and I want you to load it down and watch it. It's called Living Life at 90%. The entire talk is based on the concept that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. 
And then I got, then I, then I said, but let me talk to you like I'm your brother. I don't need to be a doctor to tell you. You're going to die, dude, and have a heart attack or stroke in the next five or ten years if you stay on this path. How you, old is he when he comes to 47. you? 47. 300 pounds, five foot six. Yep. 500 jumps. Yep. Over. Over. Okay. And just a mess. He, he might as well have been one of us, you know? There he is. Gotcha. Good job. Whoa. Yeah. Get the, can you get the side view of him? Do you get that side view? Because then that's where really the side view of Arthur is just, um, you know, it's, just, it's, it's every guy who's got the big belly. That, that that it's so bloated from where what, how he's eating and he's eating he's a vegetarian and it's very important that people think well vegetarians eat good no they don't they eat shit yeah. they eat they eat processed a lot of processed food and yeah. I get my whole thing is get you on real food I don't want you to drink protein See? shakes which I do still not saying but to lose the weight that's not the secret look at that eat picture. real food that's, yeah, that's what I looked at that. Like, wow, how am I going to help that guy? You know? So, you know, for him, he's, he, he, he hung up that night. Now, YouTube. And plug your YouTube thing right now. Because I want you to put your note. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh YouTube.com slash Schmoes No. There you go. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Schmoes No. And how do you spell Schmoes? S-C-H-M-O-E-S-K-N-O-W. And, and know this. When me and him were talking six years ago, who knew what the hell YouTube was back no then? Nobody. No. But the only reason I knew what it was, because it was the house to play my videos for my I first workouts. Right. I love it's you. It's the only reason I know. Just, just uh, say, look at him. Look at the enthusiasm. Yeah, like, <laughs> he wants to help you. Go, go, go. go. So I, I, I would go there and check, see how many people actually looked at some of my things, you know, the, the little, little uh, videos of, of my workouts. And uh, I look at this guy. And he looks like that picture of that guy who sent me a thing, that guy Arthur. So I hit play. And it says, um, hello, uh, my name is Sanji, which is his Buddhist name because he's a Buddhist. And he's, a, he's a teacher, so he wanted to be, you know, have anonymity. The guy who's probably the most, one of the most over guys on YouTube right now. But, uh, oh, so Arthur's six, just, uh, no, he's a, just Arthur. Gotcha. Yeah, right. But this Sanji was in the beginning how he would put his stuff up on YouTube because his, he wanted to have anonymity from his students. Gotcha. So that's how he started. Uh, and he says, I understand if you're going to do a workout. You know, where you're going to go on a diet, you should tell people about it because you're more likely to stick to it. And to tell you the truth, I'm sort of hoping you'll come by once in a while and, you know, say, hey, you're still sticking with that, you know, DDP yoga. You're still doing Motivation. it. You're still sticking with the diet, yeah. you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, is that him? And I go, wait, but there's another one. And he does the heart rate monitor. And he says, I know I've been talking about the YRG because that's another one of my workouts, YRG. He goes, I know I'm talking about the YRG lately. And he picks up his heart rate and he goes, look at this. And he shows it and it says 89. He goes, watch what happens when I'm just engaging my muscles. And he stands up, and I don't know, but he's leaning on his bed. And he just does what I call touchdown, moving his arms up and down. And when you're 300 pounds and you're moving your arms up and down, and then I have you come down and you make the diamond cutter sign. <laughs> and oh, you yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Come on, yeah. everybody. And then you hold it up. Yeah. 
เดียวนะบ้านเราบ้านเราบ้านเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวเว้ยกลายเป็นเขาเดียวเลยครับเนี่ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ้ยเฮ
Um, but I said to him, I said, listen, I said, you could even throw in a two a day. And he goes, what's a two a day? I said, well, in football, yeah, we practice in the morning, we practice at night. Everybody hates it. So maybe you want to do it once or twice a week. He went to five nights a week, seven mornings for the 25-minute workouts. Wow. Then he built to the 40, and then he built to the hour. And that guy lost 34 pounds the first month. He lost six pounds, six, 100 pounds the first six months. He lost 140 pounds in all in 10 months. And that video is by far, when, I, when it went viral, Roddy, yeah. wow. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. That's Arthur? That's Arthur. Wow. That's 20 years younger. Yeah, yeah, 20. And dude, today he can do stuff I can't do. I mean, he's amazing. Well, look at standing <laughs> on his head. Oh, look at that. Awesome. Standing on his head. No, is that a shoot? That's a shoot. You that, standing on his head? Said, and he's doing no, the diamond cutter. Without, without <laughs> him. Bang! Yeah. With our next, we'd be crippled. Holy <laughs> cow. You know, wow. And how long, how long Ten did months. Him? Ten months. And today, Roddy, because he's going further and further and further with the practice, and at 52, well, it's at 53, he can do stuff, and I can do a lot of stuff, yeah. He can do stuff like, wow, how are you even doing that? So I figure if you can do it, you son of a bitch, and I'm going to do it. And that's where it's come to, you know. It's and turned it, around on you. Yeah, yeah, at times it has. But it's been such an amazing journey, and he's helped so many people, you know. He's helped so many people believe they have hope. I got a 600-pound guy named, uh, we call him Slim. Slim is 601 pounds starting. On Monday, I know for a fact he will be 100 pounds down in three months. Wow. How he works, what he eats, what he tells himself. So, okay. Baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, he's one of the main so people on the trouble. planet that I, I want. <laughs> I, yeah, I, want I want him so bad. I, I love you. Uh, yeah. So he's been all over my case. And I'm going to go. I'm just, all right. Well, I was thinking. You know, and any time I do that, you that's know what crest, happens. That's problem. <laughs> uh, you're fired. You know what comes after that? It's like because um, oof, you know, my right hip, left hip, shoulders, I'm hurting to the point where I get in the gym, and I'm doing more damage than I am good. Yeah, no uh, but you know, if I don't go to the gym, I, you know. Oof. Can I say something? Please. If you knew how many guys that I have, and a lot of big guys, but a lot of guys just beat up. You know, just beat up. They're firemen. Yeah. They're they're military guys. They're cops. They're they played football. They didn't go anywhere near the shit that me and you've been through, bro. Yeah. You know, and they just say if you, go to Facebook. Anybody's listening? Don't even listen to what I got to say. Go on Facebook and just go to like DDP Yoga. One word: DDP Yoga. Read what people write. Because what they write sometimes chokes me up. And if they write me something on, I have, a, I have another site called teamddpyoga.com. When you get the program, you get an invitation to that. And when you get there, like that guy, Arthur, I will guarantee you he welcomes you. Wow. Because that's what a lot of people do. My thing is, if I help you, you owe me nothing. And this is what Jake Roberts said to me years ago. He said to me, he goes, I'm going to help you. And he goes, yeah. all I ask that you do is teach other people. Wow. That was it. They never asked me for any money, never took any of that. You know, and that's yeah, another reason why I'm, I'm going out of my way to help him now. You know, because he's he, doing the program now. He started. He started. He, Jake started. I flew to. Are you with Jake now? Not yet. We're, I got with him. I went down to Gainesville, Texas, and we, we went there and we filmed him doing his first workout to start because I want you need to remember where you were in the beginning. 
to yeah. really see. I take people take those six pictures you see before and after. Yeah. There's six pictures that you take, but if you really are beat up, I want you to film it because if you film it, then you really go, wow. Appreciate what's going on. Oh, so much. And you get those gains every couple of weeks, every month. Like, there, there's a lot of things that, that so. people who are beat up, I don't want to get away from that. They are beat up. And we are warriors. We've been beat to hell. We still need to work out because we need to work out. Yeah. But you have to change your mindset. I always say that flexibility is youth. Not just in the body, in the mind. You got to be willing to be flexible on what you're doing and where you're going. And I will show you a way. The best example I'll give is, is Jericho. Jericho herniated his L4 in Dancing with the Stars. It wasn't really Dancing with the Stars. That was just finally just drawing the camel's back that knocked him out. But the doctor said he was done. Well, after he saw the video of Arthur, he said, D, send it to me right now. You got now. Jericho on this? Jericho's my biggest supporter. He's He's got. He's got over 30 guys doing it. He got Kane doing it. Foley does it when he wow. does. But he Mick does Foley's it. doing this? Only a couple times a week. And if he was doing hey. more, hey, it's better than anything. The fact that he's doing it. Right. Santino, uh, Ryder, um, uh, the, uh, Titus. Dang I mean, it. it's over 30 guys. She Seamus right. just came up to me. And he said, you know, D, you know. You know, I'm starting to really feel that. And I, I'm, I'm missing some of my workouts in the gym. And Jericho said if I could do it in the room. So I and he, he sent me back a text after he got it. He goes, my wife won't give it up. <laughs> so I sent him another one. I, I ran into him at the thousandth raw at the desk. He goes, Dave. He goes, thanks so much for sending me one, too. She wasn't giving that up. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was really cool. But Dean Malenko, and I'll tell you who's Dean the biggest. She, Dean Malenko just sent it to him. And he pulled me aside. And the one that I'm the most proud of, and I, I've really, I never really got to know him. I thought he was a bit of a dick when I first got to know him, but now I love Roddy him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bradshaw, I love him now, man. Because me and me and John finally got to talk like buds outside of the yeah. like, the whole deal, and he is such is a, he a good guy. He's a good guy. I really like him a lot. And, and um, he, he's doing uh, yeah, that Texan Y O G is it? Well, DDP Yoga is what I call it now. Because it's easy. I can remember that. Yeah, because yeah, that's easy. It's two words you put together you never you thought ever would go together. <laughs> no kidding, man. Hey, Ronnie, when, okay. I do, when you come on my site and it, you, know, you hear rock and roll music when you play the first video and then you hear boom, 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 with something like a jackhammer and when it clears is DDP. And then boom. You know, like there's it's, an automatic though for me, there's an automatic mind block that goes up. Well, wait, let me finish. Okay, let me finish. So the yoga slams next to it and then boom, I punch my fist <laughs> through the yo and then I slam it. It ain't your mama's yoga. So if you don't get that this ain't like yoga, like if I could have okay. got rid of the word yoga, I would have. If I would have called it like P9012, <laughs> you know, and people will get it. My goal is to change the way people look at the word yoga. And my yoga is completely different. And it's something that people can come to and feel comfortable with but i make you have fun with it but i never make you feel stupid or that you're not working hard enough it's like you know what why don't you go to a knee right here look at your heart rate i see you 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 is it kimberly that used to cook for you and you like we were doing some movie together some the pizza guy or pizza something? man pizza, pizza man, man. Yeah. joe right that's joe yes, yeah. Joe's movie. Yeah. yes. I, but it was and he's awesome he, he doesn't yeah, that's funny <laughs> the, the director i went to uh high school with a you random man, yeah, Joe Eckert. <laughs> That's Joe's one who brought That's you so in. Yeah. Yeah. Is he the one that brought yep, me he's in? Well, he's a good guy. Awesome I'm, guy. I wish I could remember what he looked like. good, <laughs> 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 but I had a lot of fun, and I'm with DDP there, and DDP's like a tinfoil, and like you had special cooking, yep. and 
because there's so much crap in the there's, world. And today. I won't eat a crap. I sure. would rather cook. I have so many secrets, Roddy, of so much okay. stuff that tastes so <laughs> good. I, I want to try something. Oh, Rod. Come on, just step in. Step in. Uh, if you don't like it, I'll step out. No, that's the thing, though. Once you give your word, you know, you got to go for it. Yeah. So, um, so I, I was just thinking, you know. Okay, so because he's the kind. This is it. Here's where we're coming, coming from. So he sends me the whole thing, right? I sent you the early stuff. Yeah, the early, yeah. all and, of it though, but, all of yeah. it. Yeah, and he's so beautiful. <laughs> like he knows me. He knows me. He's so beautiful. And like a year later, he goes, "Listen, I know you don't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> I know you don't know where it is. Just tell me, and I'll send it to you again." Like, oh, gee. <laughs> and then it's cold. Bitching at me, my son. Yeah, just like that, your mother. That was a. No, point. I went to call, but I know he wants to keep his old man around and moving. I know. So I was thinking that. What? Because we're on a show. What if we? What if I say okay? I'm mean, like, it, it's an honor, and I'm okay. I am so screwed up, man. In my head, I, I'm thinking maybe I should give it a try, because you're so sincere and adamant about it. Um, but if I try, I gotta try hard. Well, no, no. Well, and then, if you, there is no try, as Yoda says, there is only to <laughs> do. do There's only to do. Okay, there I'll do it. So let's do it. Let's do it. Who knew he did a dead on Yoda and a dead on Macho Man? Yeah, put him up at the comedy store soon. Yoda and the Macho Man having a conversation. That's good shit. Amazing. Jump off the ropes, you monster. Yeah, brother. Get in the swamp. Oh my God! Uh, That's so money. Like, try it. I, I'll try it. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ah. So how long are you in town? For? Okay, I'll I'm do it. I leave for Scotland to, uh, Saturday morning. So let's get together tomorrow the next day. I'll just take you through something. Just me and you. I'll come to your your let's hotel. Do this. We're going to jail. Well, you're being so sweet. I'll I, I'll make the effort. I'll make the effort, and let's give it a shot. Yeah, let's do. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. And we'll do it for two months, and then we'll come back on the... I love Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I still need you here. No, I we're know, We're going to go to a break here. Uh, we'll go to... Oh, cool. We don't have to go to a break. So, Vince Russo. Ah! <laughs> we got a break. <laughs> <laughs> it goes so fast. <laughs> okay. Can't get away. Can't get away. All right. Because DDP, I'm sure you got some okay. stuff too, man. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, it was an odd time in life. Okay, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the DDP yoga. Awesome, man. And, but, yes. and then, but I'll, I'll honestly do it. Yeah. I'll give it my heart. You know what would be really like, great? Bring Colt down here too so I can take him through it and then he'll take you through it because that's how it'll go. That's a great idea. That's because I'm bringing Colt to Scotland, Aruba. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then we'll do it. How long is it going to take so I can. Hey, dude, let me, let me give it to you like this. If you do it three days a week, it'll change the way you feel. 25 minutes a day. If you do it 40 minutes, four days a week, it'll start to change your life. You mm -hmm. do it five days a week or more, you own your yeah. life again, bro. And when you start to feel this, Jericho said he got addicted to it. If you go to my site, DDP Yoga, go to ddpyoga.com. You think I'm lying. Go no, on. There. Not know, you. No, you. I'm talking about people out there. Okay. If go out there and pull up, because Chris is one of the, of course, the first things I'm going to do, because after a workout... 
He just got done taking a shower. He's going to go to an audition. Yeah. And I say, hey, Chris, I said, before we get something to go, tell me, just say, what do you think of the workout? And he starts out with saying, DDP yoga changed my life. Swear to God. And then he gets into, you know, uh, addicted. And he made it funny at the end, but it was so heartfelt from him. I always say, people, he promotes this as much or or sometimes more than I do. And I go, man, just so you know, I'm not paying Chris Jericho anything. I can't afford him. You know, he, he's a million-dollar guy. I can't afford him. I'm a, I'm a little company. Uh, hey, uh, but it's really I'm, been I'm awesome. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then... Um, then I want, if you would, I want you to come back on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Somehow we'll take, you know, we'll take in some the next film. couple of days, we'll, take, we'll, some we'll film. take some film doing it. We'll put it up on radio you can see. Is that what the slogan is? Radio you can see. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I like that, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Amazon, Schmoes, Easy <laughs> Yogurt uh, is coming. Uh, um, no, but because uh, I'm the kind of guy. If I try, I give everything. No, I know that. Are you ribbing me? You know. I mean, come on. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I love you too. And we'll, you know what? Like in, and we'll film it, and then I'll do it religiously because like, I'll do it. I do know it. you will. So you got to do it's going to change I'm, your life, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm older than you are. You ain't that much. Oh, I'm fifty six. <laughs> I'm fifty six. You got. Okay. I'm a Mercedes with six hundred. Yes, <laughs> I am, <laughs> and I love it. I am I'm, I'm 58, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Mercedes, you know, high-end Mercedes with 600,000 miles. You, you got about 800,000 uh, 800, miles on <laughs> Every one of them down there. Uh, in the morning, it's just disaster. Holy cow. But uh, I'll do it, and we'll film it. And then, like, it, whenever you want to, of course, you're always welcome on the show. But, like, give it a, a no, month let's, No, a let's give it a little bit. Let's, like, when you, let's, when you let's feel, come when up you with feel, a time. Let, let you feel once you start. Let's hook it up tomorrow or the next day. Whatever day yeah. you're here, I will, I will clear it. And I'm actually And you do it, do it with Colt also. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Because he's coming to Scotland, Aruba, all these places. Absolutely. And I'll do it every day. Every day I'll wow. do it. If you do it, Roddy, he's going to really like change I work your out in the gym three hours a day when I work out. Well, you don't have to do I, I that. I don't play. And you don't need to do that Because if anymore. it changes my if it can change me, it can change anybody. That's and that's you a, know, like, Arthur, can, when you see that video, yeah, that's, that's when you actually watch what, that video, yeah. bro. Standing on his head is pretty now, impressive. Hey, let me tell you the Perry Stoddard story. Because Perry, because i got so many guys doing this. And Perry's you know, coming back and doing some, a lot of independence. I think he just got picked up to do something, uh, guy. tra training guys for WWE or something. I'm not sure about that. But I love Perry Stoddard. He's, He's one of my guy. very good buddies. And uh, a guy who came from living on the streets for three years, drugs, oh, the whole God. deal, kicked it, kicked it all. Good job. Came man. back, the whole deal is really awesome. Uh, the bottom line is, he he'd been doing workout for about you know three months, and he goes, man, I really love it. He goes, but I took off this last couple of weeks, you know, that last ten days, I tweaked my knee. I said, you tweaked your knee? He goes, yeah. I go, not doing my stuff. He goes, no, no, no. And he tells me, and I go, hey, did you ever see that video of Arthur Borman? Yeah. He goes, no. He goes, uh, Arthur who? I go, you home? He goes, yeah. I go, you're on your computer? He goes, I can be. Had him pull up the video. I go, just watch that. About 45 seconds in, he goes, why did you just call me a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> he's a great guy. He's, very, he's a man's man. Oh, he's, he's a yeah. stud. He's yeah, a he's stud. a stud. And didn't he do a stint as a ranger or something? He started as a ranger at 135 pounds. That's some Perry oh, was. 17 wow. years old, 135 Serious. of twisted steel. I can't, I can't believe this show. Is like We've got four minutes. I can't believe oh, it's awesome. it. Okay. So, what the?
heck have I got myself into? Hey, let it's me your fault. <laughs> hey, let me, let me plug for, before you go the, out. Let me make sure I plug. If you guys are Twitter people out there, you want to yeah. follow me on at Real DDP or at DDP Yoga. I'm on it all the time. Or the Facebook is Real uh, just DDP Yoga. Go and check that out. And if you actually go there, you put a comment. That's how I accept friends for my Diamond Dallas page. Just so you know, because cool. I don't have anybody do that there. And I have no friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of followers, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, um, Christian Harloff, uh, Schmoes, no. Yes, sir. And um, the YouTube. Uh, to sign up 60,000. You were trying to get the 60,000 by the end of the year. and uh, Cool, so, by the end of the like year. Movie so reviews. You can do that. Yeah. You can yeah, do we're that. At, we're about 34, 35 right now. So I think 34, that, 35. Yeah. And then, Stephen, you're, you're, you just came off tour. No, uh, yeah. And then I know. leave this weekend for overseas. Nah, you, you, where are you going? This weekend, I leave for Afghanistan. Oh, really? God bless he you on that one, brother. Oh, all the yeah. time for I've the troops. Once, yeah. my, my one son-in-law is a... Uh, is a Green Beret. My other son-in-law wow. is a is a ca is a captain in the army, but he's been wounded, and uh, mm. he was operated on June first, um, mm. coming around. So, like, I'd love to go over for the troops one time. Oh, they love you. you they would love it, you. bro. They would. Oh, I've been there, I've been there four times. I mean, I racked. You've been there four times. I went. I racked two of them. No, man. don't be stopped. I've never been there once, dude. You you would love it. I gotta tell you one story. We're in Afghanistan. Yeah. And they just did. They just bombed the shit out of that area the night before, mm -hmm. and with I'm with Nikolai, Jimmy Hart, wow. and 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 Greg, and Greg the Hammer, and Greg the Hammer, <laughs> and Greg and Greg comes Turtle. walking up next to me. Yeah, you know, I've been out that way four times. So you know, to me, it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, we were yeah. 9 11, we got the shit bombed right. out of us. Rob Dibble freaked out, woke me up. Diamond, how could you sleep through this? I go, earplugs. Don't wake me up again. <laughs> but, back, but back to the great hammer. Hammer looks at me and goes, Diamond, Diamond. He goes, sure, they got bombed here. I go, yeah, I heard that. I go, where the fuck do you think we were going? <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Right, keen ability to observe the office. We are, so I'd love going to the troops. How long will you be over there? Just like 10 days, two weeks, something like that. Like, so when you go over, do they fly you first class? They don't fly me first class. When you get over there, like you, you uh, do. as soon as you get in country, it's the coolest. It's all military. You're on Blackhawks. That's the coolest, the coolest part, thing yeah. ever. Seriously, cool. yeah, really yeah, cool. Cool. I got to shoot. I got to shoot the gun from the Blackhawks. I got to <laughs> drive a tank. I got to drive a tank. Diamond, you're you got to drive wow. a tank. When you go out to those outside fobs, they'll let you do anything. I have like, <laughs> Seriously, I had every gun in my hands you could have. I mean, that would crazy. be so the much. The tank fun. was crazy. I got air. You got it. <laughs> I swear to God. This guy's crazy. Stop. Yeah. I swear to God. I Sign him up. Sign him up. I love it. I got it. I was going. That was a one-time thing, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go over and visit, uh, perform for the troops. And, we should do it. You know, I hear bagpipes coming on. It means we got to go. What? What's your first name, young lady? Come here. Ellie. Yes. This is our first intern. Yes. And her name is Ellie. Ellie. And you're the safest lady here. I have three daughters, and I'm a huge feminist. And I think you're wonderful. All right. Thank you. So Allie's yeah. been taking care of us, and is going to be around here. Justin Edbrook, uh, my producer, who puts all this stuff together. Mm. Wonderful. And uh, Amazon, ToadHopNetwork.com, Rod Pod, push the button, buy anything you want. I don't know what happens from there, but it's all good. And, uh, hey, hey, hey! Yeah. And get your DDP yoga at ddpyoga.com right. or else, bang!
And as we go, an Irish poem, as always, for those who love us, may God bless. For those who don't, may God turn their hearts. And if he can't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles so we recognize them by their lunch. Love you with all my heart. Roddy Piper, we Rod Pod. We'll see you next week with some unbelievable stuff that I don't have a clue yet what we're going to do. You know, it's really cool to be able to be here with you. I love you, brother. You know, I love you too. We have a frat house, and there's not everybody's accepted in it. And uh, we watch each other's back. And next time I see you, I'll have DDP yoga locked up. I'll give you my word on that. I know you will. Yeah, I know you will. Film. God bless you all. We'll see you next time next week. Rod Pod, Toad Hop. Get it done, man. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.